Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Katie Ath, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Wednesday, June 24th, 2020. Today we are reading from the Big Book, Chapter 11, and we're on page 164, the second paragraph. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Today's readers are, for the 12 Steps, Terry H. For the 12 Traditions, Mary G. And reading the text are Du L and Diane B. The reference numbers for Tuesday, June 23rd, 2020 are, for the 7 a.m., 14,854. That's 14,854. And the 10 a.m. are 14,855. That's 14855. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12th step of OA to those who still suffer. suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Now ask Terry H. to read the 12 steps. Good morning. This is Terry H. from Pensacola, Florida, recovered a compulsive overeater through the grace of God. The 12 steps. We admitted, number one, we admitted we were powerless over food and that our lives had been unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless ruling point of ourselves. Five, admitted to God and to ourselves and to a human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly ask him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons that we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, we promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive and to practice these principles in all of our affairs. Um, Thank you for allowing me to be of service in June. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Terry. Okay, I'll now ask Mary G. to read the 12 traditions. 
Good morning. This is Mary G. Compulsive Overeater from Minnesota. The 12 Traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or as OA or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11, Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me be of service. I pass. Thank you, Mary. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you, that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our absence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no absence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute, and once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book on 164, the second paragraph. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. I will ask Du to begin reading. Du L. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. 
but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is a great fact for us. Okay, good morning. This is Duel, Recover Compulsive Overeater. And I, I love this. Um, it says, our book is meant to be suggestive only. Suggestive is, means to be hinted or recommended. It does not mean that I take what I need and leave the rest. Suggestive language is a great way to subtly communicate to the reader what your opinion is on the subject without actually coming out and saying it. For example, if I'm jumping off of an airplane, it is highly suggested that I pull the ripcord off of the parachute. Somewhere in midair, that suggestion becomes a must, or I plummet to my death. That suggestion becomes a must because, you know, there's no other way. So the same thing is with the program. It is highly suggested that I go through the 12 steps like my hair is on fire. But as soon as I commence the process of the 12 steps, it becomes a must. Why? Because it means that it's very important or necessary or I plummet to my death, right, with compulsive eating. So the big book has 103 um, musts. And out of, out of the 103, 59 musts go up to one, page 164. So what do we ask here to do? We're asked to connect with a higher power to give us that power to be able to go through this process. And they're saying, you know, that as you go through this process and you're connecting with this higher power, that the higher power will, will definitely disclose more to you on how to be helpful to another person. Because part of our process is passing it forward. But it says, if you don't do your house cleaning, if you don't do this part of the process of going through the 12 steps and fully consummating all of that information and going through the process of that, connecting with the higher power and house cleaning, it says, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. And, and that's something true, right? I cannot pass on what I don't have. And um, I remember, I'm going to give Leah M. the credit for this poem um, uh, because she gave it to me a couple of a uh, few years ago. And it says, you cannot teach what you don't know. You cannot lead where you don't go. You cannot be what you're not. You cannot give what you ain't got. And that is so true because, you know, how am I going to teach something or lead someone to something when I myself don't got it? You know, um, so it says here that if you get right sides with God, that great events will happen. You will be able to transmit this to others. But I don't suggest that if you can't swim, go try to save somebody to swim, right? Because you're both going to drown. So what, what is, and I'll finish off with this. What is highly suggested is that I become a professional lifeguard and be trained as a professional lifeguard before I go and help somebody else. And that's what the steps do. They help me to be a recovered person so that I could go and help the unrecovered people. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much, Duell, for getting us started. So we're on the second paragraph on page 164. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We're commenting on just that one paragraph. And although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your shares to every third day. So if you <clears throat> shared this week, then please hold off. 
um, in order that others might share their experience. Who would like to share? Nancy P. Nancy P. Janice P. M. Barbara Nessa E. S. Okay. 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 I'm sorry. Um, okay. Just thank, thank you. Let me just write these names down. I'm just very slow this morning. Um, I have Nancy P. Teresa P. I think Nessa R. Tina S. Janice P. M. And um, was it Rick J? Yes. Okay. And was there anybody else I missed? Oh, um, Janice P. Barbara E. I got you, Janice P. M. Barbara E. Okay, dear. Thank, thank you, love. Okay. So I have Nancy P. Teresa P. I think Nessa R. Tina S. Janice P. M. Rick J. And Barbara E. So go ahead, please, Nancy P. And everyone else, please mute. Hi, thank you so much for letting me share. This is Nancy P. from West Newton, Massachusetts. Um, this is an awesome paragraph, and um, I think it's sort of, it's the most, it's a perfect paragraph. Of all the other perfect paragraphs, it's such a wonderful one. Um, this book is meant to be suggestive only, um, and I love that not only what, you know, what the, um, what Dew was saying, but to me, they're, it's so gentle. They suggested if you don't want to, you know, don't do it. There's no rules. It's not for just, you know, but if you want what they offer, this is what you have to do. And, um, you know, I, I love it says the answers will come if your own house is in order. So for me, I talked smack for, you know, 40 years before I got this, before I surrendered. And um, it wasn't obvious to me that I couldn't transmit something that I hadn't got at all. It wasn't obvious. What was obvious to me was that nothing was happening, that I was constantly in relapse, constantly going back to the food, constantly enraged, constantly unhappy. I just couldn't be happy, and um, I couldn't get any anything out of it. Um, but once I got my house in order, then it says exactly what happened. Um, great events came to pass for me, and and I assume countless others. And, you know, I, I had to recover and I continue to recover. I continue to stay recovered. And by doing, by staying recovered, what I mean by that is I stay surrendered. I work really hard at, um, at letting go or not letting go, it's staying surrendered. And I like to distinguish between the two, but I, I try to stay surrendered so that I can get what my higher power wants to give to me. If I'm in any conflict with that, then I can't get the messages. I can't hear what other people are saying and I can't communicate anything worthwhile. Um, and I have been, and it is disclosed to me constantly, because I'm in the right state of mind, because my mind is surrendered, I absolutely do not know what I would do without having this, you know, sort of generator of my higher power, like plugged into me. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I would be back where I was hopeless and full of despair. Um, so I, I, I treat that relationship like the beehive in my yard. You know, I take care of it. I keep it cool in the, in the summer. I keep it warm in the winter. I keep it clean. I keep it fed. I'm always working on it. And, um, the payoff is, 
a life that I never could have imagined in my wildest, most fertile dreams ever in my life. I could not possibly have imagined it. And that is the great fact. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, um, Nancy P. And Teresa P., you're up, followed by Nessa R. Hi, um, this is Teresa P. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. And I'm very, very grateful to be able to uh, share at this meeting and to, most of all, to hear uh, this uh, wonderful recovery here. And um, I just, uh, I, I love this part of the big book, too. Of course, I, I love it all. But, you know, it's just all great as I get it. Um, and uh, that's, uh, this book is suggestive. And I have to admit, I don't want to be told what to do. <laughs> And tell me if I'm telling what to do. And I start thinking, no, I'm going to do it this way. And um, so, and that's what I get to share with others too, is remember not to tell them. And I want to tell them what to do. Hey, all you have to do is that, 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 You'll be, you know, fine. You know, don't believe me, read in the book. And what I get to do is share what works for me. And uh, what, what, uh, what I have found is that um, by, you know, Working, you know, listening with recovery, working with recovery is that, you know, the answer for me is, is in the big book. And, but it, it's also that, you know, uh, the, the paragraph goes on to say, God discloses, you know, and what I get to do is, you know, but can I hear it? <laughs> I love this. You know, some, uh, I heard somebody else sharing too. Um, earlier was uh, about in the gut, you know, this, I get these gut feelings and uh, and then if I don't listen to them, I'm always sorry, <laughs> but they don't seem like, but that's not what I want to do at the time. You know, I got this other plan to do. And, um, but what I have, what I have found for me as I, as I walk along is that, you know, you know, I always wonder what's God's will. How do I know what God's will is? You know, well, God's will. I heard this in a, Early on in program at a at an um, OAS speaker meeting, and that you know God's will is what's happening, and I thought, but I don't like what's happening. Well, I've learned that that's not required. <laughs> not required that I like it. What I have found, though, through you know my own years of experience with that, and experience of others, is that in the end, down the line, I go, oh. But it turned out really good. Oh, that turned out really good. You know, I didn't like it. I didn't want it. But it turned out better than I could have ever, you know, planned. I mean, I was looking, I was, you know, picking up, you know, peanut shells. And, you know, God had had the Garden of Eden waiting for me. You know, he had heaven waiting for me. But I'm over here picking up peanut shells. Well, i got to save these peanut shells. And so, you know, it's just being opening up to what God presents. And so, you know, in fact, what I get to share now is, you know, God's will is what's happening, and uh, I don't have to like it. And, and I get to tell myself that on a daily basis, because let me tell you, I, I do get on my knees daily and say, you know, God, what do you want me to do? Thy will be done, and then I get up. And I have, I, I really do start off with a Teresa plan. <laughs> and then I get to find out what God's plan is. That's time, please. And uh, thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Teresa. And now we'll have Nessa R. followed by Tina S. Hi, good morning, Vision for You. This is Nessa R., a recovered compulsive overeater in Toronto, Canada. I want to look at um, you cannot transmit what you don't have uh, from a different angle because for me, 
this tells me, it explains to me why all the other things I tried before to lose weight and keep it off didn't work and why I need to sponsor. You know, um, I went to doctors who told me what the um, health risks were of the way I was eating and how much I was weighing. I went to nutritionists who told me what my um, body mass was and what it should be. I went to weigh and measure plans who gave me food plans and told me, you know, to weigh and measure. But what they didn't tell me um, was how to recover because they didn't have it. None of them, uh, and I mean, I only gave three examples, but I went to so many different places, gyms who told me, you know, how, how long to run every day to lose weight how many weights and presses and whatever to do to, you know, to slim down my, my body. Um, many, many, many of them. But none of them, none of them understood or knew anything about compulsive overeating, let alone having experienced it themselves and recovered therefrom. And this is why um, these things don't work for a compulsive overeater like me because the people that I was going to uh, couldn't tr transmit what they didn't have. Um, and this is why recovery can only ensue when one alcoholic works with another because as a compulsive overeater and as a recovered compulsive overeater, I'm not only now an expert on the disease, which I practiced for four and a half decades, but also to some extent on the recovery therefrom, you know, I've been recovered and in a normal body weight for um, eight and a half years. And so because all the other experts out there don't have what we have, it behooves me to pass it on to other people who need it, want it, and do it. Um, it this is just a very, very powerful um, uh, paragraph and uh, uh, I mean um, uh, statement and uh, with that I pass thank you thank you Nessa okay Tina S you're up followed by Janice PM thanks so much Katie for your service Tina S recovered compulsive eater anorexic in Florida Wow, what a great paragraph, and thanks so much for all the shares and, you know, great opening for sure. You know, uh, one of the things when I came to um, Alcoholics Anonymous, Overeaters Anonymous, I certainly thought that there, were, there was nothing else left for me to try except for this, and that's why I ended up here the last time. Not that it was the first time, but the last time. And I love the paragraph. You know, it's telling me that this is but a suggestion, you know, and the, our founders are telling us that they realize they only know a little, you know, and what they know is the first 164 pages, which is a transformation for me. And then they tell me that, you know, God is the ultimate authority. He will constantly disclose more to you and to us. And so there I seek God on a daily basis. And, it, it, you know, and part of my 11th step is I ask God what I can do for the man who is still sick. And then in, in doing the 11th step, he gives me direction for the 12th step, carrying the message on how I do that daily. You know, and I love that it was also shared. I can't transmit something I haven't got. You know, and, uh, and one day at a time <laughs> through work and self-sacrifice, for others, you know, I get to be recovered. I get to have a spiritual awakening, how, how many times I can have that, you know. And, it, and it's through the process of 
initially step one being powerless and unmanageable and then seeking God through two and 12. And that's the only way that has ever worked for me. And it's because someone within whom the problem had been solved had shared that with me. And so I love that it was talked about. It is my responsibility to do this. And when I first got here, I, I wasn't concerned for you at all. And I, that's just the truth. And I think that was a, like a conscious thing. That's just the, the, how I grew up, how I was always looking out for me. And, you know, and I didn't think, well, you know, I don't want to help you out. I'm just worried about me, but that's, that was what it was. And so through the process and the transformation, you know, I got a little less selfish and a little less self-centered and I was able to, you know, one day at a time when I, when I get up in the morning and I do my 11 step on awakening, you know, I want to do this deal. I want to share with others so that they can have what I get and that's to be free one day at a time. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks. Thank you, Tina. Janice PM, you're up, followed by Rick J. Uh, thank you so much, uh, KDF. Thank you so much. My name is Janice PM, and I'm a grateful, recovered, compulsive eater from Massachusetts. Wow, what a paragraph. Just a little back history on the word suggestive. Um, Bill, when Bill and the others wrote this book, you know, he used the word must. And in those days, or even today, I mean, somebody tells me I must do something, I will debauch, I will just say, oh, no, no, I'm going to do it my way, that's how it was. But suggestive, I mean, that sounds a little nicer. If you want to be recovered, this, uh, this is suggested, this program, these 12 steps. But see to it, <laughs> see to it that your relationship with him is right. This is the great fact. And you know, relationship with him, with him. Well, I certainly, when I came in here, I lacked role models. I thought, oh, I, I, I had a role model. It was me, myself, and I, you know. But it was, it was, you know, I saw all human interactions as a manipulation for me to get the needs and wants that I wanted and what to be fulfilled for me. You know, um, oh, is that it? <laughs> Almost. Is that my time, Katie? But anyway, the relationship... No, that's not your time. Oh, you, you have a minute and a half. Oh, well, thank yeah. you, thank you. So the word relationship comes from the Latin word to carry back. So I, like I said, I was always in a relationship um, with, with someone because I wanted to take from them. And then when there was nothing left to take, over, then, you know, I, I would be angry. I would find it, I, I couldn't find it in the group. I couldn't like, because, you know, humans are uh, not only in the group, it, you know, what I wanted, what they wanted to give me was, you know, the right thing, but I didn't want that. So, you know, now, I mean, it's just a wonderful thing that, you know, the, the thing is the great fact that by doing these steps at this stage of the game, uh, I have an access to a higher power, which shows me a way out, which gives me a way out. And all my life problems, um, uh, um, the great fact is that, you know, when I came in here, I was powerless. Because if I wasn't powerless, I wouldn't be here. I would find my own way. But I found out a way out to take this obsession away from me. And the great fact is 
that I have a God of my understanding so I can reach out to you and tell you how I receive this miracle. That's coming back to what God wants me to be. And uh, it's just a miracle. It's, uh, apparently, that's what it is, and it's all about service. That's now the best time. thing I can do. And thank you so much, and I'll pass. Thanks, Katie. Thank you, Janice P.M. Okay, Rick J., you're up, followed by Barbara E., and then we'll take more names. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, this is Rick J. I'm uh, a compulsive overeater in Cary, North Carolina. I'm recovered but not cured. And um, I love this paragraph. I love the shares. I'm so grateful and on the line this morning and I'm um, just thinking about this uh, paragraph um, you know I am now living in a state of neutrality with food and I'm continuing to grow in understanding and effectiveness through the inventory process um, and I'm improving my conscious contact with God as I understand God you know, in step 11 and, and having God direct my thinking and keep, um, you know, aligning my will to the best of my ability with that of, of God, you know, the God of my understanding, you know, and I can better see what I'm trying to connect with as I keep, uh, you know, doing this inventory process. And, and now I'm growing. I can tell that I'm growing. I can claim some spiritual progress and, uh, this is the message that I want to carry to someone else, how, how this process, this, the steps laid out in the book got me here with the help of a recovered sponsor. And that contact with someone else, that transferring, um, you know, this something that I now have, that's this message of my recovered state. I was able to do it, and I want somebody else to, to know that, hell, if I can do it, Anybody can do it, and I want them to be able to have it, but all I can do is carry the message to them to the best of my ability, um, just like people carried that message to me, and you know, there was a lot of times when I was not ready. I just was not ready, and uh, I have to remember as I'm doing this and I'm working with others that all I can do is carry this message, you know, this beautiful message that's in the book, you know, to them, and and I truly hope that they they can find it and recover and carry this message to someone else but you know i have no power over that i have no control over that all i know is that if i'm doing this myself i'm going to carry the message and i'm going to stay abstinent i'm going to keep growing and the most beautiful part of this though is this connection that i have you know it talks about that last sentence in the previous paragraph you know um he will show you how to create the fellowship you crave and yes, we've got these steps and we have the directions, but if I'm not connecting with someone through this fellowship, if I'm not feeling that power of of God through you, then this is just another self-help book. And I've got plenty of them. They're just gathering dust. And what brings this book, this message alive is the people in here who are carrying this message with the passion and the experience and this light. And and for me, that is Time, that please. greatest fact. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much, Rick J. Now we'll have Barbara E., and then we'll open it up for more shares on page 164, the second paragraph. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Go ahead, please, Barbara. 
Good morning, everyone. Well, entering OA, it was hard to visualize a goal beyond that for me of wretched abstinence. Compulsive overeating had me in a bad spot. I couldn't live without this compulsion to eat, and yet life seemed impossible without it. OA offered sobriety, but there were strings attached. It came in a spiritual package that some of us, me, refused to accept. This was not surprising, as I had been in conflict with God's will for many years. Take, talking with members, I was advised to stop taking myself so seriously and to acquaint myself with the program before I started rewriting it. They told me that personalities were not changed overnight and that we should be, me, more open-minded and patient in working out the many details of my recovery. Later, I learned that the 12 steps progressively helped me to gain this end. As I lived them regularly, they tore down the mental barriers of prejudice and self-will that I had set up between God and myself. Eventually, this living brought a spiritual awakening, which opened my eyes and my heart and gave me an entirely new outlook on life's true values. I should work towards this revitalizing experience and arrange my life around it. To miss this help only gives greater power to the problems that already had me down. Compulsive overeaters like me who serve themselves instead of God invite all forms of trouble. I fall that I, I find that I fall easy prey to mental or physical addiction, usually to both. Occasionally, members assume a sense of false security. I know I did from long periods of sobriety. But without sir, spiritual help, I was still the same old me, miserable, unhappy, not looking at life as it was even worth living. It didn't matter whether I was in a size 2 or a size 22. When I was in a size 2, I was saying, ah, I'm through with you all. I've got it. We call this the free ride. It looks like the real thing, but fails to stand up under adversity, resentment, or the physical craving for food. So this daily spiritual growth that we're advised to do, prompted by a desperate need for help, is the most effective prote protection against these urges. God's help, my sponsor, and the fellowship is what I need for this Time, necessary please. growth. Thank you. I pass. Okay. Sorry. Um, Let's see. So we're on page 164, the second paragraph. And if you haven't shared this week, who would like to share? Leah Sam M. M. Laura Jessica M. M. Leah Laura S. M. Leah S. Pamela E. Jessica Pamela M. E. Jessica M. Okay, I got Laura M., Leah S., Pamela E., Jessica M. Did I miss anyone else? Anna K. Anna Sima K. M. 
Sima M. I don't know if you heard okay. Nadia. No, I did not, Nadia. Thank you. Nadia, what's your initial of your last name? It's Nadia E. Nadia E. Okay, so I have Laura M, Leah S, Pamela E, Jessica M, Anna K, Sima M, and Nadia E. Go ahead, please, Laura M, followed by Leah S. Good morning. This is Laura M in Southwest Missouri. So happy to be walking this road of recovery with all of you one day at a time. Um, you know, we all have this paragraph so embedded in our minds, and to me, the opening of this paragraph speaks to me of humility, and it's it's a it's a wonder to me to hear Bill Bill and the original authors say these words. Um, you know, we know we we only know a little, and more will constantly be revealed, and it submits your higher power. You know that that whole concept, and we have you know they just completed this this masterpiece of instruction and experience of what they had been through, but yet they had the humility to know that that wasn't the end, that higher power would reveal more to them as they stayed open, and in fact, that's true, because after the big book, years later, we have the 12 and 12 that gives us even more um, to go on, more experience and more instruction and lessons, the depth of the lesson. And then, you know, the grapevine. And just the other day I was reading the essay, Emotional Sobriety, where Bill talks about how much more there was for him to learn even after this book. And so what this teaches me also is for my own humility, when I'm working with others, when I'm talking with others, that my experience is not the only experience and my understanding and how I've walked through the steps is not the only way. And so it teaches me the humility to encourage them to be open and receive whatever more is there to be received for them. And uh, that, you know, not to trust in me, but to trust in their higher power that more will be revealed and, and there is so much more to gain. And I, I just look forward to learning more and more all the time, every time I step into fellowship, every time I open a book, and uh, every time I come to a meeting. So I, I appreciate all of you. So happy to be with you. And I pass. Thank you, Laura M. Now we'll have Leah S. followed by Pamela E. Leah S. Star one. Okay, I was talking to myself. Good morning, everyone. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Otherwise, Leah, you'll be in the food. Absolutely, without a doubt. We realize we know only a little. Um, have some humility. Start understanding that you've got to change. Things that you've been doing, Leah, until now have not been working. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. It means that there is something, a power, that is much more than what you're thinking about. And start accepting it in every area of your life. He will constantly 
ask him in your morning meditation, that means start being humble, Leah. Start knowing and, and, and listening to others. And listen, listen. Don't jump in, Leah, because you don't know everything. And the answers will come if my own house is in order. And that means the trust that I have will finally be complete because because I'm learning new things. I'm changing. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. Learn from others as well. Don't listen to others, but learn from them. See if you can implement those into your life because those are good ideas. And then see your relationship with him is right. It's capitalized. And that means, again, turn to him all the time. Any, any doubt and do your step 11s. Do them constantly. Great events will come to pass. The miracles will happen. The promises will start coming true. And this is a great fact that they capitalize G and F. The great fact is that you will be unbelievably astounded by the time you are through with your steps if you are honest and authentic because, yes, miracles do occur even today. Thank you for letting me share. I pass. Thank you, Leah S. Okay, so now we'll have Pamela E. followed by Jessica M. Hi, thank you all Pamela, for being Okay, on there us. you are. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, this is Pamela E. out in California. I can definitely say that God woke me up and started me on my way this morning. I was not planning on getting up at 3.40, and then I started listening to something else and set my um, alarm to go off at 3.55, but it was already 4.11. I got on the call, and you all are there and in the right place. Oh, my God, I was meant to hear this today. I was meant to see this. I was meant to hear your shares. And as everyone shared, it was constantly involving within me. It's like last night um, I went to bed burdened and um you know, this morning I, I woke up and here you all are and read this paragraph and God is speaking to me. You know, I was in the dirt yesterday, in the dirt of my mind, um, talking to a friend and like she was my, my priest or something. And thank God for step 11 that this morning when I was in praying, God revealed some things to me is that I am the one in the midst of this change that I need to change. And God is changing me and you all are helping to change me by sharing your truth. And I'm going to call my sponsor when I'm out here, I'm going to do my 10th step and probably have to go back and, um, you know, just kind of apologize a little bit, but more than that is to change into change i get to let go the stories of the past the stories of the of the year ago and i get to live in this day that's what i can do for the man that still suffers i can change i can stop being that dry abstinent drunk that's uh wanting to change the past and accept what is what is and work toward a, a healthy 24 hours and that's possible and this is the great fact for us. It's the great fact for me. And that great fact, great and fact, 
our our in uh, capitals, which means that is God. God is the great fact for us, and God changes me. As I hear your shares, as I read this word, as I am willing to do my 11th step, when I get off and I do my 10th step, clearing out the rest, rest um, the wreckage of the past so that I can go fully into this day to be of service, to be an example to uh, my to my to my fellows and to my family of what recovery looks like and apologize for yesterday and keep on trucking. So thank you so much for being on this line and have a beautiful, peaceful, God-led, abstinent day. I'm passing. Thank you, Pamela E. Okay, um, Jessica M., you're up, followed by Anna K. Good morning, everybody. This is Jessica M. from uh, Pennsylvania, Recovering Compulsive Overeater. I am so grateful to be here this morning and to hear this, um, hear all the shares on this paragraph. This book is my text for living, and I never had a text for living before I came to OA. Um, I just lived the way I wanted to live all the time, thinking that um, everybody else had the instructions, you know, and, and we've all said that. And I've heard some wonderful things uh, people shared about this particular paragraph because it really, this paragraph sums it up for me. The bookends of the paragraph, basically, our book is meant to be suggestive only, and this is the great fact for us. They are bookending this entire pa- paragraph by saying, look, this is what we did this is what worked for us. This is the great fact for us, you know. And <clears throat> what I've learned over the years in sponsoring people and um, working with others and trying to carry the message, because, I, you know, I've wanted to carry this message ever since the very first day because I was just so excited that there was an answer. Um, and, you, you know, I, you can't, I wanted to shout it from the rooftops. I wanted to just walk up to everybody I saw who I thought needed and tell them about it, but it just doesn't work that way. And then I got to a place where if you weren't doing it my way, you weren't doing it right. And I remember a sponsee one time telling me that I was so demanding and it, it, she didn't you know, appreciate how demanding I was with her. And of course I got offended and went to uh, my sponsor with that and my sponsor asked me, why are you so offended by that? And I had to really look at my behavior and, and do, what, do I like it when people are demanding with me? You know, and how can I be a better sponsor? I can go to my sponsees with humility and I can let them know this is what works for me. This book, this text for living, I study over and over and over again because I have a built-in forgetter that wants me to believe the lies of my disease. And I need these instructions for living. That's what it is. It's, it's instructing me how to live. And how they wrote it is showing me how to sponsor because they wrote it with humility. You know, demanding from somebody doesn't work. And I know that just as much as anybody else here because when things were demanded of me, I ran in the other direction. I was already scared. You know, so for today... For today, I'm so grateful to be here and hear all the shares that have just helped me to study the book a little bit more and to learn a little bit more from this paragraph, which I've read a zillion times. And, and I'm sitting here amazed 
that I'm, I'm still learning more from it and so grateful for that because as soon as I start learning, I'm going to die. Or as soon as I stop learning, I'm going to die. So for today, the great fact for me is that I'm a compulsive overeater. And if I'm not studying this book, Time, and if I'm please. not going to God, um, I am going to die from this disease. With that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica M. And Anna Kay, you're up, followed by Sima M. Good morning. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Thank you, moderator. Sorry, I wasn't early on. Thank you, who you are. Thanks for all who are doing service for this meeting. I'm Anna Kay from the Poconos in Pennsylvania. And I didn't have to think about having not shared in the last three or X number of days because for some reason I'm shy. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, I moved out here in the Poconos about seven years ago. And, you know, box up my world, and I had lots of spiritual books, you know. And I marked the box, any spiritual books. And we moved out here, and of course we didn't unpack everything right away. <clears throat> Some boxes were in the garage, and, you know, I was looking for certain books one day, looking, looking, looking. And uh, apparently the car was in front of the box that I was looking for. And I pulled in. I found the other box that said, any spiritual books. And my sweetheart of, over, of almost 30 years had put on there, not working. <laughs> I did not see that. After we moved, he wrote, not working. Well, it did crack me up. I mean, it cracked me up. And I bet you there was some OA literature in there, whatever I was looking for. And I'm and he was right. It wasn't working because I looked at everything. You know, over almost 35 years ago, I walked into my, wasn't my first OA meeting, but it was the first one that maybe meant something. Why? I almost ran out of there because they did do a certain prayer that, I, that made me uncomfortable since I'm, a, you know, of a culture that wasn't of the same. And I was going to run out of there with my, you know, <laughs> Hair on fire, let's put it that way, for a different reason, in the middle of the winter with a coat that I couldn't, you know, close up. But they said something about peace. You will find peace. It was a writing directly from this big book. This big book is a, so important to me. Um, it has changed my life. Oh, in, incrementally, unfortunately, I don't learn too fast. I always used to think, oh, man, I would love to be able to read people's minds. Well, we know when you open a book, any book, you're reading somebody's mind. I realized that a number of years ago. And boy, oh, here, we have a lot of minds to read, minds of recovery in this book. A lot of times, you know, through sponsorship, I would lose sponsees right before, you know, they were going to start becoming sponsors and because they were afraid. And I would say, listen. Don't worry. You're not expected to know everything. If you're caught up in a moment, open the big book. Anywhere, absolutely anywhere in this book, and you will get an answer to help your sponsor or others. Or you can always say, hey, let's call another recovered person. But this book has got it all for me. It's, it's the first time in my life that I have a recovery and can find peace. Time, please. Because this helps me. Thank you. Can't believe it passed. Love you all. Bye. Thank you so much, Anna. Okay, Sima M and then Nadia E. And if you could each play, please take two minutes. That would be awesome. 
Good morning. This is Sima M., Grateful Compulsive Overeater Living in Recovery. Uh, <clears throat> I first came into OA 45 years ago, and I was fortunate enough to be introduced to the big book right then and there. And uh, I've been working on my recovery ever since. Um, the spiritual part came a little easier than the emotional part, and the food part was the last part to come. I came back to OA after a hiatus at seven years ago, and about the same time I found a vision for you. And um, all of a sudden, everything fit together beautifully. So um, I just wanted to share uh, that uh, I'm just still glowing from the last weekend's virtual uh, region convention uh, where I got to uh, hear the recovery of people all over the world. Sometimes I do that through vision for you, but this was translated simultaneously into four languages. It was really something, and uh, recordings will be available. But anyway, I, I've been on a high since then, and um, and I've been putting my number out to receive uh, new sponsees ever since COVID started, because I've been uh, on a lot of meetings. A lot of the local meetings have been on uh, on Zoom and on the phone, and um uh, a couple of days ago, somebody called me, so I said, oh, where did you hear about me? And I thought it would be from one of the recent uh, times I put my name out. And she said, no, I don't know. I, she said, I just had some names in a book. And my sponsor uh, has too many sponsees, and she asked me to find a new sponsor. So there's God working for you again. Um, I didn't know where she came from. She didn't know where I came from, and he put us together. And... Um, this morning I woke up, and I don't know why I've been feeling really good, but this morning I woke up, I think I had a bad dream, and I woke up in fear, and I suffer from depression, So, but with this program I don't usually feel the depression. But uh, So I opened up my morning prayers, and I said them, and I came Time, down. Time, please. And uh, he brought me to this meeting. So I'm grateful, and thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Sima. And um, Nadia, I'm sorry, but you just have one minute. Do you want to take that, or do you want to wait for the second hour? Oh, I'll I'll take the one minute. Um, okay. Thank, thank you. you. I just uh, wanted to say uh, good morning, family. I'm a grateful compulsive overeater, recovered today by the grace of God. I've been recovered or in program for over 25 years. Um, so, and I only have these 24 hours and I have like a minute and a half to say what I wanted to say. I just, I had to to call in because the part of constantly be revealed and that just brings to me, um, you know, the, the message of hope, peace and freedom, you know, um, so it's just in, almost an excitement when I hear those words. It'll be constantly revealed to me. So it's a daily thing. And it's not just a daily thing. It's a, it's a you know, minute by minute. Um, when I did my step 10, 11 last night, I focused on all the good stuff. I just like, you know, no, I wasn't resentful. No, I wasn't fearful. But then this morning I woke up and I thought, you know what? Something's not sitting right. I spoke about somebody in my family um, in not so pleasant terms. Um, so I need to share that. I need to call my sponsor. I need to tell my sponsees. I need to tell Time, people. Time, please. Okay. 
I will talk to you later. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you. I'm sorry we ran out of time this morning. So thank you to everyone who shared. And please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. And the share ID for today, June 24th, the 7 a.m. meeting is 14,863. That's 14863. And we will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Diane B. please read A Vision for You, Our Book is Meant to Be Suggestive Only? Through the end of the paragraph or the page. Diane, we can't hear you. Diane B. I can do that for you if you wish. Thank you, Janice. Go ahead, please. Okay. Our book Hello. is meant. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can. Thank you. Go oh. ahead, please, Diane. Thank you, Janice, for Thanks, Janice. Sorry. I don't know what happened there. Okay. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.